Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. everyone and the latest installment in our new masterclass educational series guidance from spirit channeled messages from ascended beings i'm joined today by my special co-host danielle gibbons has served as channel for mother mary since 1994 allowing mother in her own distinct voice to speak to and guide human beings directly danielle joins me on the second wednesday of each month at 3 p.m eastern to facilitate this beautiful process With her channeling gifts, she has served and assisted people worldwide to connect with Mother's loving grace. Together, Mother Mary and Danielle inspire individuals to awaken and expand their consciousness through best-selling courses, life-changing retreats, radio appearances, and online events. A beautiful compilation of Mother's teachings and a small window into Danielle's journey is available in their book, Mother Mary's Pathway to Love, Building a Loving Relationship with Yourself That Will Transform Your Life. The book's chapters provide a manual to assist the reader on a journey from darkness to the light of the deepest form of love, the unconditional love of self. Through the book, Mother Mary tackles illusions, shadows, personal sabotages, faith, miracles, forgiveness, and spiritual growth and living. Please note that these segments Please note that during these segments, we will not be taking calls from listeners. After a brief discussion with Danielle, she will allow Mother to come through. While we will not be taking live calls, I have made it possible for serious students and those who have read the book to submit questions and possible topics for Mother through my website, spiritualinsightsradio.com. You can purchase the book and learn more about Danielle and Mother's courses, events, and classes at belovedpublications.com. There is a free gift available entitled Prepare to Meet Your Spirit Guides, and I highly recommend it to everyone. If you'd like to follow Mother's teachings more closely, Danielle also appears on Conscious Talk Radio on the second Friday of each month. Simply visit ConsciousTalk.net to access those appearances. Well, Danielle and I have put together a very special topic to explore today, and it's called Saying Yes to Life. So please join me in welcoming Danielle back to the show. Welcome back, Danielle. It's always lovely to spend time with you, dear. Thank you, Charlotte, and I feel exactly the same. I love doing your show. Oh, that warms my heart. Thank you so much. You're it's, welcome. Well, you know, it's certainly different, and when I started it three years ago, I never did dream. As one as one listener wrote in, uh, I never did dream that I would have the Blessed Mother on my show, and as this one <laughs> listener said, she said, 
in your life did you ever think that you'd be on your radio show talking to Mother Mary about flossing your teeth? And I said, <laughs> no, no, I did not. So I made, I made sure I'm all flossed up today, you know. Or did you did you floss today, Danielle? <laughs> well, I I floss at night before bed. That's my that's my flossing time. Is uh, okay. yeah at night. <laughs> so unfortunately, I'm just brushed. I'm not flossed today. <laughs> um, I'm sure you're fresh and minty, no doubt. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But, but yeah, it's been a it was a quick uh it was a quick shift in in the landscape of the show when meeting you and then yeah. now this is like our fourth or fifth uh, transmission with mother and it's a beautiful process. Mm -hmm. And so just to thank you on behalf of everyone for your time and your effort and, and your, your heart. It's, it's really a miracle. Really is. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. And it is my joy. I love channeling her because, you know, let's be completely frank here. I feel the best when I'm channeling her because, you know, I'm holding this extraordinary, two things are going on. I'm holding this extraordinary uh, energy inside of my body, inside of my being, and I'm not thinking when I'm channeling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really amazing, especially when I'll do a workshop or, you know, a whole weekend and there's many hours of channeling, you know, sometimes as many as 10 to 15 hours of channeling over the course of a, a retreat. And... Um, I'm not thinking. I'm just channeling, and I'm listening to her, and I'm, I'm, you know, feeling the people that are there, and I'm in the moment. It's it's extraordinary. It's like a vacation, you know. When it I, is, <laughs> I do a vacation from my crazy monkey mind. It's it's wonderful. Right. So it's, I'm happy to get away to from do yourself. Mhm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Get up. And let you know, let her come through. There's a lot to be said for that. You know, it's uh, it's it's good to focus on yourself and do your work and all that good stuff. But it's equally important to get out of your own way and serve somebody else. You know, or serve a group of people. It's so freeing. Absolutely, and we're here to serve. And um, I, I I I accept that as my number one priority. I just want to make mention. Yeah. I just heard a noise in my headset. It's a, um, it's a very interesting technological sound. And in listening to um, last month's transmission, it was there as well in certain spots. And I kind of take that to mean that Mother Mary is near and her energy um, possibly causes that sound. So if, if everybody hears it, don't worry about it. And we're sorry if it cuts off a syllable of one of our words. But, uh, but I do believe, because I only hear it when Mother's around. Um, so it's interesting. <laughs> yes, I, I have a history. I have a long history of technological issues. I was just I just spent an hour with the, the host company that does my webinars because I really, you know, her energy is so intense. It often disrupts um, the, you know, the energy that goes into the technology. So, yeah. yes, I, I, I apologize for that to your listeners, but it's sort of just, you know, it's just it's the, the reality of our That's energy. just the way it is. And I just it wanted is. to say, you it know, it, it, that's good that you told me that because now I know I'm not crazy. Um, but, yes, the, I mean, I, I assume we can expect that to happen from time to time. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I just wanted to explain to yeah. everybody, like, you know, it's the transmission's fine. It's just a lot of energy present. 
Um, so saying yes to life and what happens on both sides of that when we resist and then the stark contrast of when we say yes. So would you like to, would you like to kick off or would you like me to go first? Or would you, what would you like to do? Well, I'll, I'll certainly kick off. Absolutely. And, and I, you know, I love this topic because it's always a hot button for me and a lot of other people um, because sometimes I, um, I'm shocked at how certain areas of my life that I'm not saying yes to. You know when you get that realization that you've been in this intense resistance and you didn't even know you were in this intense resistance? And oftentimes when I start to explore that resistance to saying yes, um, I don't really find some fabulous concrete reasons as to why I should be saying no. It's, it's often just made up of this collection of vague fears or old fears that I haven't really, if I'm honest with myself, they're not really current fears. But because I haven't really addressed the, uh, this area that I'm saying no in or that I'm resisting in, I find all this old stuff. It's like going through an old trunk in the attic, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and that's, I think, the, what happens when we feel that, uh, gosh, I should be beyond this. Didn't I already deal with that? that? You know, I did this in therapy or with this, you know, uh, healer, or I already processed that. You know, why am I back here again? And mm-hmm. I believe that it's not so much that it might be current, but there's a lot of trunks in our attic that just, you know, you got to go through them. It's, you got to go through them. You can't go around them. You can't ignore them. I mean, you can ignore them, of course. But they'll just sit there and gather dust until you decide, okay, I'm ready to throw open the lid and, you know, dig around and see what's in there. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's surprising often how little power what's in there holds in my life in the present day. It's really more a matter of saying, you know, I've got clutter in my attic, so it's just one more trunk that I need to go through and decide what I want to keep and and what I want to let go of for good, you know. Yes, and they're not going to disappear on their own. You do have to go through it. But like you yep. just said, and, and, you know, my eyes kind of went wide when you said it, when you look in there, it's not as bad as you think. You know, when no. you turn around and you feel this thing behind you, like, like when you're in a dream, when you turn around and really face it, it, it doesn't have the power you believe it has. And, and only we can put that strength into it. We can infuse it by determining the level of damage it can cause us, the level of loss that it can cause us, but it never really matches reality. It's just fear, you know? And, yeah. and like you said, there's intense resistance sometimes, and we, we don't know why. What we can do is look around and notice that everything stays the same no matter how we try, but it's because we resist that things stay the same because resistance creates more of the same, and struggle keeps yeah. you anchored in place. So if we were to look at those fears, examine them, dispassionately, I always say, you know, with detached awareness, just look at it and say, okay, so you're afraid of this. So what? It's just a fear. I choose to let go. I choose something else, 
you know. And then what I also notice, sometimes we get into a pattern of emotional resignation, like it's never going to change, that's never going to happen to me. And what I think that does is it narrows our spiritual vision. And it doesn't allow us to see and recognize opportunities that are always there. They're always present. And also the miracles that are all around us. We don't see them because we become resigned to this fate. So Yes, I agree. So, and I, so a lot of times – go ahead. No, 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 you finish. Okay. So pivot and then you know we'll, we'll jump on both sides of it. Many of us are often presented with an urge to do something or an idea pops into our head for a project or a writing piece, anything, Mm -hmm. or a request from spirit. We feel guided to do something or visit somebody or call. And in those smaller instances, like, you know, somebody is popping into my mind, I think I better call and check on them. Um, These things are generally accompanied by a feeling of excitement. and. And as you had said, or we may have a strong desire to achieve something. All these things should have a core emotion of excitement. And I believe that the goal is always to take you to peace. But when we resist, it gets wobbly. So let me hand it over to you. How do you view that experience and what do you think the antidote is? I think that, um, you know, the, the desire to resist, can come from a lot of different places. And yes, I mean, ultimately it all boils down to fear, but surprisingly, and this is why I made the analogy of the, of the attic, the trunks in the attic, and that we just need to unpack them. That this is, and this has just been, you know, my experience and I, I, in my experience working with people for decades now, um, sometimes if you want to write that book, or you want to start that new business, or you want to go for it in a relationship that, you know, maybe you've been burned before, but this one, you know, you really want to go for it, but something's always holding you back. It may not be a direct fear of that thing. I mean, yes, you might have fears of writing a book, you know, or jumping into a relationship. That's sort of natural, everyday kind of fears. But sometimes you've got a trunk in your attic that is literally blocking the doorway, And you have to unpack it before you can say yes to those other things. Uh You know what I mean? Because saying yes to life is saying yes to all of it. It's not just saying yes to writing a book or getting into a relationship or starting a radio show or, you know, Uh it's, it's saying yes to life is the bigger, bigger picture. And sometimes you have got to unpack a trunk that is in the way, it's blocking the way of everything. And sometimes, every once in a while, you have to unpack a trunk that holds some scary stuff. You know, it's got some things that may have happened in childhood or young adulthood that were traumatizing, that you blocked out, that you don't remember, and you're not going to remember until you unpack the trunk. But the balance it's horrific. I've done it. I've had to do it. It's horrific. There were days when I couldn't, the only way I could get up off the couch is to go um, to work because I had to work to, you know, pay my rent and feed my body. Um, And that's all I could do. But after unpacking that trunk, it freed up so much space in my attic and I was able to really, really start, 
saying yes to life in a bigger way. And, and so, you know, writing a book or channeling in public or, you know, embracing things that were out of the norm for me, uh, I was able to say yes, but I had to unpack that trunk that was blocking the door, that one thing that was saying no to life, not just no to a book or no to a radio show or no to a relationship, but no to life. Mm-hmm. And I had to unpack that trunk. I had to face what was in there. I had to go through it. I had to experience it. Um, and I can tell you from my own personal experience, unpacking it is not the same as when it first happened. It's not. It's right. different. You, ha- you have a perspective that is different. You're older. You have distance. You have time. You have so many things on your side. You have, you know, of a, of support. You can go at your own pace. You don't have to unpack it in a day. You know, you can unpack it in a year, and you can have all of the support you need along the way. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like it's it's hard to accept that sometimes we have these these things that stand in the way of all the other things that we would like to have in our lives Uh that we would like to experience. Um, So that's, you know, that's my key to saying yes to life is if you're, if you feel like you're saying no to life in a more, in a general way, like things just are not flowing, then you've got something you've got to look, take a look at. There is something blocking. It might have nothing to do with writing a book. It may be something completely different. But as soon Uh as you see to it, as soon as you go through it, as soon as you accept it and and love it, then everything else gets to flow. All the other things you want to do with your life start flowing. Absolutely. And I can also add to that, you know, sometimes people get stuck in jobs that are not only just dissatisfying, but rather soul-destroying and having to deal oh, with yeah. co-workers, um, that whole nightmare scenario. But And you see the writing on the wall. You know you should jump ship, but because of the stability or the health insurance, we make up all these reasons to stay where we right. are and put up with the torture. And, yeah. and we, we deny our own happiness. So what I want to add to that is, you know, when we say yes to life, we really say yes to our own potential. And as you picture yourself in a scenario like that and you look around and you're like, why is my life like this? I know I'm capable of more, of better. And Mm -hmm. so why is it not happening? And like you said, why is it not flowing? It's not flowing because those doorways are blocked, those um, the pathways that lead you to freedom and peace. And we have to take those steps. And in my experience, you know, when I did say yes to the radio show, to the magazine, everything fell into place. There was nothing Mm. to be afraid of. And if you follow your guidance or your intuition, even if a minor bump presents itself, those are easily resolved. But it really puts you in touch with that knowledge. Knowledge is always certain. We know we're capable of more. And that lets you reach out and, and grasp it and embrace it. And I can just say that where there is excitement, because you have to have that excitement and don't ignore it, that's the biggest clue. If there's a sense of excitement, follow it wherever it leads and don't worry about where it's leading. You'll know when there's a bad feeling and that you should back away from something. But where there is excitement, there is possibility. And if you're willing to let go of any preconceived notions of who you are, peace is attainable. 
but we have to get out of our own way, and it's about our self-concepts. That's what's holding us back. In my observation and experience, it's what I thought of myself, you know, and I'm happy that I have, have had opportunity to go through that, make it out on the other side, look back and just say, what were you so afraid of? My mm, goodness. Yeah. 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 So life it's is totally true. different now. Mm-hmm. It flows. My very life true. flows. <laughs> okay. I love that. All right. So you're ready to chat with mother about this? You bet. I am okay. so curious to hear what she's going to add. So you're <laughs> going to relax? And yep. take a back seat. Okay, I'll see you when you come back. Yeah. Perfect. Hello, beloved ones. And hello, hello, Charlotte, to you. Hello, my blessed mother. Thank you so much for coming and for sharing the sacred space with all of us. You are so welcome, my dear, as is everyone who listens. Hmm? Mm. So today you are talking about saying yes to life. Hmm? Yes. My favorite mm-hmm. subject. Favorite, really? favorite subject. Yes, because life encompasses everything. It encompasses love, light, shadow, fear, joy, all of it. Laughter, sadness, um, global warming, and global redemption. It covers everything. So if you think about saying yes to life like a yoga practice, it is the yoga of everything. Hmm? So you are just putting yourself in all these different positions to decide which one fits your life the best. Hmm? Which hmm. positions are going with the yoga of everything, are going to sustain you, are going to nurture you, and are going to support you in the life you are creating right now in this moment. Hmm? And those positions are going to change as you go deeper into yourself, get to know yourself more, and ultimately love yourself more. Hmm? Uh, uh Uh-huh. That's why I like this subject so very much. Mm? Yes. So let's look um, a little bit at uh, some things that are going on in your life, beloved, because your listeners love you so much and they respect and honor your journey. And part of this radio show was ultimately designed uh, to share because you don't 
just ask your guests questions. You are talking and interacting. You are sharing your own transmissions. You are sharing what's happening for you with your spirituality. Mm -hmm. So you serve as a wonderful example. Hmm? So to say yes to life is to say yes to yourself, your existence, But also it is to say yes to yourself as the gift. So I spoke yesterday with um, Rob and Brenda from Conscious Talk. And Rob brought up um, someone that is a good friend of his that talks about being the gift rather than just having gifts. And I reflect that same teaching. So each individual not only has gifts, but you are the gift, right? So, and the word purpose could also be interchanged with that. So you are the purpose, meaning Mm -hmm. that this whole setup, this whole reality structure is not in place. So you could have a radio show. It's for you to come to the body and live your life. If having a radio show is a part of that, wonderful. If it isn't, that's wonderful too. Do you Mm -hmm. understand? So your purpose is not to have the radio show. Your purpose is not to channel. Your purpose is not to serve. You are the purpose regardless of what you do or what you don't do. And service, channeling, the radio show, these are all your yoga positions that support who you are right now. Does that make sense? It's beautiful. I love the way you put that. Yes, makes total sense. Yes, so you are the gift. Whether you choose to sit on the couch and watch uh, daytime TV all day long and do nothing, um, or if you decide to get out there and uh, start a whole new uh, big something that you become extremely well-known and thousands and thousands and millions of people know your name, you are still the purpose, right? So all this reality is created for each and every one of you to come to life. That is the purpose You say yes to life. That's the first thing you do. You come from spirit and you say yes to this life, the life of Charlotte Spicer. I say yes to life. So there you are. You are born into this life. And Mm -hmm. all the positions you choose along the way is your personal yoga of everything. It is the enactment of you saying yes to life. Right? Yes. So, I want to clarify something for those that are listening. When, you, when we talk about saying yes to life, we are not using, um, it is not the verbal yes, meaning that if Uh, someone asks you to do something, you don't say yes to everything, yes? That's not what we're talking about. Saying yes to life is a feeling. 
inside of you. Even if that feeling ultimately translates to you saying no to some things and yes to others, or it uh, takes on a whole different meaning. But the yes inside, it's an internal feeling. It's the part of you that knows how vast you are. It's the part of you that knows how much the realm of possibility exists within you. It's the part of you that knows that regardless of what you do or don't do, you're still the purpose, you're still the gift, and what you give out into the world is a wonder. Wow. So, Mm -hmm. to cultivate that feeling, let's talk about that, okay? Okay. Yes. Cultivating uh, the feeling of yes to life. All right. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that, in some ways, uh, particularly if you are um, someone that is new to embracing the techniques of spirituality, uh, meaning that you understand spirituality, you want to be more spiritual, uh, but the techniques you're not quite um, there as far as practicing them on a daily basis. Well, let's start from the outside rather than the inside. The outside is filled with ways to gauge whether you are saying yes to life or whether you are saying no to life. All right? Mm -hmm. So uh, illness is a wonderful way to gauge if you are saying yes or saying no to life. And let me be clear in saying that there is no shame in illness. The body goes into disease to communicate with the being, with the self, all right? So think of illness as a form of communication. And if you are someone who is struggling with a long-term illness, it is communicating to you that you need to go deeper into saying yes to life. And I like the analogy that Daniel spoke with the trunks in the attic that is um, funny to me. Mm. But Uh, very applicable. So if you think about long-term illness as a form of uh, saying no to life or uh, hesitating in saying yes to life, holding yourself back from saying yes to life, then the best way is to feel all that that illness is bringing to you. What is it adding to your life? What are the themes that it is bringing into your life? And are these 
themes something that you want to sustain? Do they feel like a no or do they feel like a yes? Meaning when you say yes to life, it feels very buoyant, very expanded, very light, uh, very spacious. But when you say no to life, it tends to feel very repressive, very uh, stuck, shut down, uh, in denial, or checked out, right? So Mm -hmm. if you are in a long-term illness, feel it out. What are the themes? Not so much the symptoms, but what are the themes that are flowing through your illness? And how do those themes reflect how you feel about life? Is life something to be said yes to? Or in general, do you feel it's something to be said no to? If you are in, you mentioned job that is um, soul-crushing, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That is exactly the same as a long-term illness, right? There is uh-huh. no difference. If you are in a job that you dislike passionately and you have been there for years, it's the same as having cancer, right? Yes. Because energetically, it feels the same. So you explore the themes. What are the themes in that job that feel like yes and those that feel like no to life? And you get to choose. Do you want to sustain that? Do you want to uh, continue with that theme? Or are you ready to shift that theme? Are you ready to say yes to life and move forward? But with all these things, saying yes to life requires one very important ingredient, and that is faith. Yes? Mm, Yes. So let's talk just a little bit about faith. Tell me, beloved, when you feel faith, what does that feel like for you? For me, it is absent of fear and self-doubt. Good. And um, faith, really deep faith, especially like I'm feeling now with what's happening in my life with me. I feel excited and I feel a a, a deep sense of anticipation. And yet I don't, I have no urge to hurry. It, it's very, it's, it, it carries me. It's, it's not that I have faith. It's almost like I allow it to envelop me and it carries me so that there's no effort, no struggle, no doubt, concern for the outcome. Is how was that? Beautiful, my love. But the only thing oh. I would shift about that is uh, that what you are describing, when you don't feel necessarily that it's coming from inside of you, that is grace, my love. Mm? Uh, but yes. faith definitely comes from inside the individual. It is something that is cultivated and practiced, and faith 
is not something that happens catch as catch can. It doesn't happen on a whim. It happens through a cultivation inside of self that is deliberate. You have been living your life in a deliberate manner to build your faith. And now you are reaping the benefits of that faith. Plus, you got a little grace thrown in the mix. Hmm? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, what is vital to recognize is that faith is an important part of saying yes to life because life is big. All right, let's be honest. It's Mm -hmm. big. It contains scary stuff, wonderful stuff, beautiful stuff, hideous stuff. It contains everything, the whole gamut. And the thought of saying yes to all of that is overwhelming without faith. So to develop one's faith, don't wait for faith. Decide you want faith, decide you need faith, and start to cultivate faith in whatever that means for you, the individual. Because faith is something you want on this journey almost more than anything else. And faith encompasses your faith in self, your faith Mm. in the divine, and ultimately a faith in life. But if you're willing to follow that intuition inside you, that life works out pretty well. It might not work out exactly as you imagine it to, but it works out very well indeed. So the faith is something you deliberately decide to create for yourself. So the question that all of you could ask yourselves is, how can I create faith for myself today if you ask yourself that question each morning and in earnest meaning that you ask the question because you actually want to know the answer right Mm -hmm. as opposed to just asking because I'm encouraging you to do so so you ask the question what can I do today to increase my faith how can I discover that wellspring of faith that exists within me? How can I align myself with faith today? And when that faith is present, when you are actively busy cultivating faith for yourself, then saying yes to life becomes very easy because everything you described about your faith is the very best, Support for yes. Mm. So tell me, beloved Charlotte, mm-hmm. what are some of your favorite ways to cultivate faith? 
I would say reading uh, Course in Miracles uh, puts me in in the right mindset. Um, No matter how I'm I'm feeling on the negative side, sad, scared, whatever, I can just open the book and turn to a section and it it puts me in my right mind and Mm. it has a calming effect for me. So the first thing would be reading A Course in Miracles. And what I also try to lean on is looking back and saying, you've been here before, you were uh, scared or this confused, and look how it worked out. So I I tend to lean on previous uh, experiences of you can go through this, but now you get a chance to go through it differently with a different set of emotions instead of panic or outrage and and that helps me stay grounded mentally and emotionally and and teaches me a lot more about myself where I okay this situation looks similar to a previous one but I choose to re- respond to it differently and come out on the other side with less perceived trauma damage or loss yes does that answer your question Yes, beloved. So that is a wonderful example of uh, tools that Charlotte uses to create, to cultivate, and to stay focused on faith. So I'm encouraging each and every one of you to find tools, and those tools can change, as you do, and Mm -hmm. that's fine. But to find some tool, even if it's just one tool that when you use it, you feel faith. And it might take a little experimentation. You might have to try a few different tools. But when you find one, even just one, use it. Because I cannot tell you how powerful faith is. And again, it can be faith in nature. It does not have to be faith in a particular deity. Faith in yourself to support your own self. Faith in your intelligence. Faith in nature, in life around you, in the natural world. Faith in your friends, family, all of that. Faith is far, far reaching. But most importantly, the faith in your own spirit that is present, loving, and generous in nature. So whatever tools you can find that help you feel that you are in faith, use them, use them, use them. And then it becomes much easier to say yes to life and find the yoga of everything poses that work best for you right now. The positions you take, the things you do, these are the poses that are supporting your life right now. Hmm. Mother, may I ask a question? Of course you may. I feel... um, Many may be picturing a time in their life where it was difficult to have faith because they felt so vulnerable, and that's understandable. And um, But trust came to mind, so I wrote it down. So the question then would be, insofar as 
trust versus feeling vulnerable. What component or what part does trust play in faith, in the, in the totality of faith? What percentage or part does trust play? Because I think that's trust. what people say. They just don't trust that the outcome will be good. Yes. And they're scared. Trust comes mm. first. Trust comes before faith. So okay. that's why I'm talking about actively cultivating it. So you trust that because of your experience, trust is always based on experience. It can't be based on anything else. It has to, true trust has to be based on experience. So Mm -hmm. your experience with the Course of Miracles is that you trust that book to help you to feel your faith, right? Yes, absolutely. And that only came your coming to trust that book only came through your experience. Maybe not just of reading it, but of studying it. Or mm-hmm. using, initially feeling drawn to it. And then when you first read it, you thought, oh, hey, this has got some good stuff in it. I think I like <laughs> this. this. This is resonating with me. I can feel that, oh, yes, this, uh, this could be good for me. So then you read more, and you read again, and then maybe you did this and that with the book and studied it more deeply because you kept, your trust was growing, you see? Mm-hmm. The initial resonance between you and that book was mm-hmm. the first inkling of trust. And then you allowed that trust to grow and grow through your actions, not your thoughts, through your actions, mm-hmm. and it was through your actions that your mindset shifted into trust of that book. And what you trust that book to do for you is to help you cultivate faith when you read it. Right? Mm-hmm. So yes. you have to find the tool that I'm encouraging you all to pick up and use of course, it has to be a tool that you trust. If you don't feel a resonance with the tool, if you don't trust the tool, don't use it. It will not create faith for you. If you resonate with the tool, if you come to trust the tool, then you know that that tool will help you cultivate faith. And we're mm. not talking about outcomes. We're just talking about the using using of tools, right? In the present moment. Correct. Okay. Correct. Because outcomes, that's a whole other show, beloved. Hmm? Yes, that indeed. Is, uh, <laughs> and it's <laughs> something that uh, would be good for us to talk about with your listeners because it is a snag to saying yes to life. Outcomes and all the expectations that surround the outcome is uh, one of the great ways to say no to life. Hmm? Absolutely. You know, if you want to say yes, you start with what you trust. You pick up the tools you trust and you use them every day. And that will build your faith. And when your faith is stronger and stronger, it's easier and easier to say yes to life. 
because what you're doing, just like when you sit and read that book, faith mm-hmm. and fear do not um, exist well together in a moment, in a single moment. They can because it's all degrees. The fear will not completely leave you just because faith has moved in. But in general, faith has the power to quiet fear to such a degree that it almost feels as though it's gone away. So know that if you want to have less fear in your life, you must cultivate faith. Uh, absolutely, Mother. If next time uh, for your next transmission, if you want to discuss outcomes, I've written that down uh, for for a note. Uh, my question is: You had said um, so. Trust comes uh, first. You have to have to have trust, and then you uh, move into faith. Is there anything you move into beyond faith? Mm, is, is there a, a tertiary level? Yes, bliss, hmm? <gasps> nirvana, bliss. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is the joy of life in a constant, constant experience. It is where I dwell, but let me just say that I've been dwelling there for a long time, and it's not as if you have to come all the way up to my level before you get the bliss. Mm-hmm. Because you all can experience it as humans. Think about the orgasm, right? That is a wonderful moment of bliss where everything dissolves. Your body is flooded with pleasure. You feel one with everything. And you all have felt that uh, in your meditations at times. It's just those moments where you feel you are absolutely one with all things, even while you are sitting in your body. That is the bliss of which I speak, and it comes after faith um, or after you build to a certain level of faith within your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one more ingredient Mm -hmm. before we end today with saying yes to life, and that is honesty. And this can be a tough one, a very, very tough one. And you know in your own life, Charlotte, that it can be a challenge to be completely honest with yourself and all those in your life, to share the depths of yourself, sometimes even with the people you are closest to. It can be the very hardest thing, but recognize that if you are not living honestly, meaning, I don't mean that that means you tell everyone everything. That's not honesty. That's something else again. Living honestly is when you are not afraid to just be yourself with everyone in your life, including yourself. What you're doing, your passions, what you're into, all of that, these are things that are vital to saying yes to life. Because saying yes to life is really saying yes to you as the gift, as the purpose, and all that you are. 
to live in honesty with yourself deeply and to live in honesty with those that are in your life. This is the path to saying yes to life. And the more you say yes to life, the easier things flow, the better you feel, and the easier it is to support your endeavors. It's a little tough for us. Let me just tell you, my love, for all of you listening, my love, it is a challenge to support your lives when there's all the saying no and the kicking and screaming and the dragging of feet and the, um, the temper tantrums, yes? Mm-hmm. It can be hard to support you, to give you grace, to help you along your way. No is a powerful resistant force. And because you have free will, we must respect that. So incorporate honesty as much as you can. Ask yourselves, just in your daily thinking of life as you go out your, through your day, just say, hmm, am I really being honest with myself and the people in my life? Is there anything I'm holding back that might need to be shared uh, in order not just to um, make myself vulnerable or open to attack, but to unburden myself? Am I holding on to things um, that I think make my life easier because I hold on to them. But maybe if I were to just be honest about these things, my life would feel less heavy, less burdened. Hmm? Uh-huh. That was very helpful. Good, because it helps to make space. Honesty is a great space maker inside. Hmm? Uh-huh. Honesty is one of the greatest ingredients in leading a spacious and authentic life. Hmm? Yes, absolutely. And wow. let me say that it's all right if you don't know, because you cannot shift something you don't know. So don't worry about the things you don't know yet. Let that go. Just focus on what you do know, what is in your life, maybe what you are very conscious of holding yourself back from. Uh, Or as Daniel said earlier, you have a sense of that big trunk that's blocking the door and you're putting off unpacking it and putting it off and putting it off. Focus on those things. Please don't be hard on yourself about the things you don't know yet. Don't feel guilty and shame around those things. When they do come into your consciousness, see them as new. They are here now, today. Not yesterday, not last week, not last year. They're here now, today. Meaning that now you're ready to know this thing. Before two hours before, one hour, you were not ready. So just think in terms of being honest about what you do know about yourself and leave the rest to come forward when it's time to come forward. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Absolutely. 
Wow. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Is the transmission complete, Mother, or is there uh, anything else it you'd is, like to add? I would okay. like to just, if it's all right with you, beloved, can we take one minute or so just to all breathe together, those that are listening now and those that are will listen at some point in the future? Can we all just breathe together now? Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. Breathe in the energy of yes, even if you're not quite sure what it is or what it feels like. Just now stay with me and breathe in the feeling of saying yes to life. The unburdening, the expansion, the spaciousness of saying yes to life. From the deepest part of yourself, just say yes now. And feel that yes expand with each breath we take. I love each of you as the gift, as the purpose, and whether you say yes or no in any given moment, I love you. We love you, Mother. Thank you, my Thank dear. Thank you. Namaste. 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 Namaste, Mother.
Mm. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I don't know that we can say anything to add to that. I that don't was incredible. Think so. It was beautiful. I, I think. Incredible. Yeah. That was just right. It really was because there there are a couple situations I need to make a decision. And was talking with someone yesterday and telling them how it's it's, it's funny how it all tied together. There there is a decision I need to make about someone and I have in the meantime because you know I'm I'm so all over the place with with all the projects but I've opted to not say things out loud to this person because it seems to become an argument or a judgment or some meaningless verbal sparring and I I don't like that. So I just don't, I just don't say anything. And even as I was describing this to the person I was talking to yesterday, you know, they were like, well, why don't you do this or that? I said, well, because, like I said to Mother earlier, because I wanted to approach it differently this time. And I have mm-hmm. that opportunity. I just need to sit and focus. And it's a matter of being honest with them and saying, you know what, when you say things this way, this is how it makes me feel. And you're you're putting this relationship on some thin ice. Um, yes. Because yeah. I shouldn't have to tiptoe. Yes, yes. And that's, that's um, one of the things she addressed without my even having to ask, because it bothers me. And if it bothers me, it's distracting me from what I'm supposed to be doing. That's right, that's right. It's like a toothache. Yes. <laughs> like a toothache. Well, it's, it's a just... heartache. It's a heartache because I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. want to feel defensive every time I pick up the phone, like my feelings are about to get hurt. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, especially, especially if this person knows my history and everything yeah. I've been through. So you know, I'm, I'm, I, I still want to. I'm not going to abandon it. I'm going to. I need to find time to sit and focus on it, and then just make a decision, and then move forward with, um, as she said, honest communication. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and go from there. And but it, it really is a distraction. Um, I don't like it at all. Anyway, yeah, is there anything you wanted to add? No, I just I think that just felt wonderful. It was, yeah, exactly what I needed to hear too. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was. Oh, were you the one sitting on the couch watching TV all day? <laughs> oh no, no, <laughs> gosh no! I've never really gotten into daytime TV. I'm not a uh, yeah, but uh, no, that's not me. <laughs> but there's I am nothing a, good but on. I am a champion procrastinator, so I definitely fall into you know somewhere in that category for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have an award ceremony at the end of the year. <laughs> nice podium. So she, I thought it was funny. Outcomes is one of my favorite topics too, especially right. with regard to you know. A Course of Miracles, that, that is my, my Bible, and it yeah. changed my life, and it's all I need, really. Um, it's a very big part of me. Um, but outcomes is a huge topic, and she said that would be a whole show. So I just said if you want to – if that's what she wants to go with next time, I'm all for it. It would be perfect a perfect segue from this 
to outcomes, she said, because it really yeah. Ex- trips up a lot of people. Yeah, expectations Absolutely. and outcomes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's a big one. So that should be wonderful, too. Fantastic. It's it's the expectations attachments uh, are here's here's what I teach on the show primarily um, here's the root of our part of the root of our problem it's hopes fears expectations and attachments when we experience disappointment one of those things has been broken you know yeah. so that's yes. that's the yeah. the core of disappointment and so how do you avoid disappointment and how do you know people ask creatively clever questions well how do I just not you know, anticipate right. what I want. Why don't I get to choose? Well, you do. It, it takes practice. It really does. Yes. Yes. To detach from that. Yeah. So that I'll look right. forward to that. And I know you have to go. You have things to do. But thank you yes. once again. You're so welcome. Uh, it's always great to be with you, Charlotte. Thank you. I feel the same way. Okay. So we'll yes. talk soon then. Okay. Okay. Talk to you later then, Danielle. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, everyone, we hope you enjoyed this segment. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.